on the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. The show starts now. It's Joey and Lauren. I've got your uh, Joey life hack today. I think we may have brought this up. It's also on an episode of The Office. Actually, one of the most famous episodes of The Office. Uh, this life hack is on. And it's the perfect rate for CPR. can be found in the tempo of staying alive or another one bites the dust. So whichever one, uh, you choose uh, it. Uh, 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 staying, staying alive, staying, staying alive. alive. But do you remember the scene from The Office yeah. where Michael Scott goes, first I was afraid. I was, he started from the beginning of the song. They're like, no, no, no. That's uh, not the song. Uh, First, I was afraid I was no, that's, petrified. That's respect by Aretha oh. Franklin. <laughs> well, you know, CT, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, then I'm trying to think of how. Uh, oh, it's staying alive goes. You can't tell by the way you're yes. so welcome, woman's man. No time to talk. <laughs> yeah. Or another one bites dust. Mm. I don't mm. mean to mm. poo-poo all over your uh, life hack. Haven't they changed that? Haven't they said? That it's not well, to that beat 1, anymore? Well, then 1,000 life hacks on Facebook needs to update. No, their... I could be just making that up. I have no idea. I well, thought maybe see. I heard through the grapevine. They posted but maybe not. this. I'm going to see the uh, I'm gonna see the comments. No, everyone's just commenting with the uh, YouTube clip of the scene from The Office. <laughs> so where Dwight uh, cuts off the face of the of the mannequin. You remember that? And oh, he puts yes, it on. He's like, hello, hello, Clarice. Exactly. So there's your life hack, all right? Well, this is actually a really good hack for you as well. Um, if you have trouble falling asleep, like a lot of us do, there's a military technique that has gone viral um, that apparently is supposed to get you asleep in two minutes. You know what? The military are so effective with things because we talked about how much toilet paper you use and everyone's like, ah, oh, the military, you just do this and this and this. Yeah. Well, this article talks about how it was developed mainly for like fighter pilots who need 100% of their reflexes and focus. And that decreases when you lose your lack of sleep. Yeah. So they're saying you need sleep and you need to be able to fall asleep as quickly as possible, anytime, anywhere. By the way, that's what I just yawned. <laughs> well, like, it works, and I haven't even told you it yet. Oh, my gosh. Even just hearing about sleep makes me tired. Okay, so obviously I'm not going to be able to get you to fall asleep I on the show. I don't know. We've got two minutes. But yes, we do, but you kind of got to be laying in your bed and, like, I think laying down and actively trying to I'm sleep. Just, what I'm going to do while you tell me what this uh, military sleep secret is, I'm going to lean back. Hold on. Let me. I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna lean back. I just want to see if I get more tired. Okay. All right, so to start, you take some deep breaths, and then you start relaxing each and every part of your body from head to toe. See, you're sitting up, so you can't fully relax. I am. You don't even know. I just yawned again moments ago. So start with some deep breaths and relax from your head to your toes, every piece of your body. You're stretching. Uh, That's not relaxing. uh, I'm I'm stretching because I'm I'm, I'm getting it stretched out to relax. All right, all right. Relax every part of your body. Start with your head. Your shoulder, then your shoulders, your arms, your abdomen, your legs, your glutes. Okay, every everything <laughs> all is the relaxed. way to your toes. Okay, so it says relax your eyes, your cheeks, your jaw, and then focus on your breathing. Nothing else. Now go down to your neck and your shoulders. By the way, do not be doing this while you're driving. <laughs> Try this later. Listen back All on right. the podcast. Okay. I, I, you guys, I am Gumby right now. I am jello. Okay. Now go down to your neck and your shoulders. And then it says, make sure your shoulders are not tensed up. No. Loosey goosey, baby. They're loose. Okay. Drop them as low as you can and keep your arms loose by your side. Okay. Including your hands and fingers. They are Loosen by my up, side. baby. Okay. Oh my gosh. This now, is great. imagine a warm sensation mm. going from your head. Mm. Down to your fingertips. I'm on the beach in Cozumel. Stop talking to me. You got to relax. All right. right. Warm sensation going 
right now, imagine it starts from your head. You feel that warmth oh, going baby. down to your fingertips. Yeah, another then, order of chips and guac, please. Thank <laughs> then you. Then go from your heart to your toes. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Now take a deep breath, but slowly exhale. <laughs> Relax your chest, your stomach. I feel relaxed. Down I'm not to your be able thighs, to knees, legs, and feet. So basically you just need to relax every, like focus on every piece of your body just and relax. turn into a big bowl of soup. Yep. And then clear your mind of any thoughts or any stress. Okay? Okay. Now it says to do this, you need to think of two scenarios. Okay. One scenario is... You're lying in a canoe on a calm lake with nothing but a clear blue sky above God, you. This is a lot of steps. <laughs> All right. I'm on a canoe. Okay. Or you're lying in a black velvet hammock. Oh, I'm not going to be in a pitch black no, that, room. Ew, that's freaky. It reminds me <laughs> of like hell or something. All right. I'm going to be on a canoe. Okay. I'm, I'm canoeing. All right. That's it. Okay. And, am I out? And then it says if at any point you feel yourself getting distracted, repeat the words, don't think, don't think. Don't think for 10 seconds. I'm going to okay. give you 10 seconds. Go ahead. Don't think. 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 I wasn't counting. Don't I don't think. know. Maybe that's I 10 seconds yeah, by now. Uh, and then you're supposed to practice every night for six weeks. And boom. 90, uh, I, 96% of people who have mastered this can fall asleep within two minutes. My problem is I wouldn't be able to remember all those dang steps. Am I in a canoe? Am I in my, my hammock? Like no, I, well, that's the I, thing. Yeah. You got to practice this for a while. I would and, get it confused yes. and be like, I'm in a canoe in a dark alley. And then they'd be like, yes. oh no, I'm in a hammock in the water or something Maybe like that. Maybe we'll post up a uh, blog posting yeah. of wow. all the details so you can review it yourself and you can try it at home. But apparently the experts say it works. I will say I, I kept my eyes closed for that entire mm-hmm. time and I just opened them and wow, this place is bright. I do feel like I just woke up from a nap. So good morning, there everybody. You go. <laughs> it's your trending stories with Joey and Lauren in the morning. Well, it happened again this time in New Jersey. A toddler spending money online using oh, mom's gosh. phone. Biggest here, fear. It's going to happen. kid trying to... Here, look at mommy's phone for yeah, a yeah, few yeah. minutes. Go ahead. Go buy a yacht. <laughs> Luckily, it was not the price of a yacht. This was $1,700. Still a good chunk yes. of change. Uh, child spends $1,700 on chairs while playing with mom's phone. What are you going to do with all the chairs? So that's clearly an accident. I mean, unless this kid is just chair obsessed. Like the kid can't get enough chairs. I mean, I I guess. I I mean, if you're spending $1,700 worth of chairs, it really could be one or two chairs if it's a very fancy what like yeah like um like a sofa chair oh yeah yeah i'm thinking like a folding chair yeah well i mean maybe either way they uh, apparently needed a lot of chairs according to this uh toddler but 1700 dollars in furniture came just started packages coming to the door from walmart like a walmart delivery (laughs) it's like what what is this you know that's a bummer for the kid you could have ordered a playstation or an xbox and you end up accidentally clicking on the chair well i don't know that this kid at 22 months old probably doesn't care about an xbox that's younger than our son yeah a toddler so probably the best thing to order would have been like fruit snacks the one (laughs) applesauce pouches the one thing i'm really happy with our son is he's not like he doesn't care much about phones. The only thing he likes about phones is if we FaceTime grandma. And then he likes to hold it and he'll walk around. Yeah. And he'll hold it with his two hands and just walk around he, looking at he grandma. He walks around, but it's like my my mom or your mom, whoever we're FaceTiming, he, they can only see like the top of his head because yeah. he doesn't have it like angled properly. He's, he's working on that. He's working on that. <laughs> yeah. He's also working on the selfie. Yeah. One day. Pete Davidson and Colin Joe, so they're obviously co-stars on Saturday Night Live. They bought a Staten Island ferry. <laughs> They're planning to renovate this ferry to turn it into like a venue, like you know a what? That's not comedy a bad idea. I or like music. A good ferry. Yeah, so they're gonna 
they're going to turn this into some sort of a venue where people can have parties and stuff. Ferry rides are underrated. If you've never ridden a ferry, it's awesome. I mean, you're not on a cruise. It's like it's like you get a little bit of a taste of what a cruise would be like, and then you just get off. No, you don't get. You do not get a taste of no. A, a ferry ride. Yeah, I mean, no. it's big. You know what they called it, Pete and uh, Colin Jost? They said, we bought a ferry. It's the windowless van of the sea. It really is. It's like the dirty subway of the sea. <laughs> I, I like ferry rides. I always have. Whenever we go to Seattle. Oh, I, like- I do too. But you can't compare. I've been on a cruise as well. And you can't compare it to a luxury cruise. I just thought, I don't know. It's a boat in the ocean <laughs> or somewhere. You're going on it. Those are your trending stories. It's time to make up or break up with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is make up or break up time. We've got uh, Fred with us who wants to go out with Jess again. What's interesting here, too, Lauren, is uh, some people are not aware of kind of mistakes or crossing a line or being awkward. They're oblivious, basically. Fred is not one of those guys. In his message, and we'll have him on here to explain, but in his message, he did talk about how, you know what, I... I was a little corny, and and I even he even apologized via text. He was like, "Hey, if that oh, was okay. if that was weird," um, because he brought his own candle to the date, from what we understand in the message. So, Fred, we'll start with that man right off the bat. Um, what did you do that you thought was weird about this candle here? Uh, well, you know, um, I met Jess online, um, and we you know we talked for a little bit, and then ended up uh, going out for uh, breakfast actually on a Saturday morning. Okay. Um, and, you know, it was, um, you know, a little awkward, uh, not like a typical date, like, you know, not like at night or, uh, in the evening and, uh, you know, but it was, uh, you know, I try to do fun things and I wanted to try to make it romantic. So yeah, uh, I brought my own candle, uh, to, to the diner and, um, you know, I guess <laughs> I couldn't really tell if she thought it was cute or corny. Um, and now looking back on it, I'm like, you know what? Maybe that was a little too much. Uh, but, but as both Lauren and I delay, we know that it's a little weird. I would but. think it's weird. And I know you probably meant really well. I mean, you said you were trying to be kind of cute and romantic. And I appreciate that. Like, I do appreciate the effort. But nothing classes you up uh, IHOP more than a candle, right? I mean. But no, I do, I do appreciate the effort because I feel like nowadays you don't find a lot of effort coming from some people on dates, right? She's like, ah, hey, I'm here, blah, 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 blah. Get the check and go. But I I like where you're going. I would be weirded out. That's probably why she's not calling you back, I would guess. Uh, I mean, I, you know, I, that's my feeling, too. But, you know, I reached out again. You know, I told her we had a great time. That I, and, you know, I, I was like, you know, sorry, I'm maybe a little bit of a goofball, but and candle is a bit much. But, you know, I'm trying to get a second date. I mean, it's a candle. Okay, so you, you, you not, brought up the candle then yeah, to her. You didn't, you didn't juggle and dress up like a clown. Like, you're not that goofy. <laughs> I mean, it, it is it is one candle that made it kind of funny that, hey, we're going to eat pancakes and waffles over a candlelit breakfast or whatever. But um, I'm, I'm going to give you some credit, Fred. You weren't you weren't totally a goofball. Also, I'm surprised you didn't get kicked out of the restaurant for having an open flame. <laughs> Maybe they didn't it's see IHOP. They're grateful if someone walked into the restaurant, I think. <laughs> all right, so um, she did not respond to the text at all. Uh, no, no, okay. I haven't heard back from her since that okay. morning. So, um, we'll play a song. We'll come back. We'll call Jess. What I'm thinking is we'll, we'll talk to her. We'll, we'll explain. I mean, you know, we'll explain the candle thing probably to her and be like, Hey, we know that he thought that that was a little weird and maybe you didn't like it and let her kind of explain her, uh, her side and then gives you a chance to apologize at least over the phone with us and we can kind of help out. Does that work out? Sure. Okay. All right, man. All right. So, uh, Fred with us, let's talk to Jess when we come back. 
with Makeup or Breakup. Makeup or Breakup. With Joey and Lauren in the morning. All right, it is Joey and Lauren. We just talked to Fred here on Makeup or Breakup. We are about to get the other side of the story from Jess. So Fred went out to breakfast. They went breakfast Saturday morning. And because of that traditional, like, okay, that's not really romantic, he thought it would be funny if he brought a candle. And he's like, I don't know. She never said, oh, I hate that idea. But he's like, clearly with her not responding to me, maybe I overdid it. And so he apologized yeah. for it. Candlelit breakfast at a diner. I don't know. I, I Could be funny. Yeah. I. He's going, oh, man, she probably thinks I'm a goofball. I don't think it's the craziest thing ever. It is. I, I Again, I think I might be weirded out depending on the context. Like, especially if he got really into it, like, I'm going to light this candle while you eat your pancakes yeah. and your sausage and stuff like that, right? Like, it could be a little weird depending on what the delivery was he, like. He, like, poured the syrup all over his body slowly. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. All right, so we've got Jess's number. Let's talk to Jess. Hello? Hi, uh, is Jess there? Yes, uh, who's speaking? Hi, hi, Jess. This is Joey and Lauren in the morning, morning radio show. And we wanted to, uh, we wanted to give you a call um, because we had somebody that wanted us to call you that went on a date with you. And um, his name is Fred. So did you go out on a, on a date with a guy named Fred? Yeah. Okay. I, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I don't know what you no, do. Like that's okay. That's yeah. That's fine. Yeah, that's hey, Lauren. Hey Jess, I'm Lauren, and I uh, yeah, we're calling you because Fred is a fan of our show. Told us a little bit about your date. He's a little worried. He messed up, and he knows that you have not responded to his communication, and so he asked us if we would help connect things and get you on the phone and maybe see what's going on. If there's anything he can do to win you back and get a second date, we're that's here kinda, to mend relationships. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what we're here for. So maybe you can explain to us what's up. Okay. Um, well, basically, I just, I'm not really interested in okay. a second date well, because he, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I just, I didn't respond to him because it was kind of weird. He brought a candle. Yep, we heard about that. Our yeah, date. He, like, he told us that. And it's just not my style, like. I feel like he went in way too hard with the romance. And, like, it's breakfast. Got so, it. Okay. So, Jess, yeah. to, to keep to recap with uh, what we've we've talked to Fred, and uh, he told us, he said, you guys, I brought a candle to breakfast. I, you know, I lit it, all this stuff, and I couldn't tell if she thought it was cute or she thought it was the weirdest thing ever. But he said he texted you and apologized and said, sorry about the candle. You still didn't text him back. So, I mean, here's the deal, Jess. Fred is actually with us. So we know about the candle. He is very apologetic to us about it. it sounds like he's already apologized via text. Would you at least talk to him for just a second to let him explain the candle situation? I mean, no. It's, it's your choice. I mean, it really is your choice. Like, we're no forcing here. It wasn't just the candle, but, yeah, like, sure, if he's there, with, I, he, I yeah. can talk to him. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Fred, sure. hello. Hi, Jess. Look, um, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to weird you out with the candle. I, you know, I thought it would be a cute thing. And, uh, you know, I realized that, you know, especially on like a first date when you first meet someone that maybe mm-hmm. it was a little strange. So, so I'm, I'm sorry for, for weirding you out. I mean, it was a little much, like it wasn't just the can't like you had your cell phone out and you were like 
playing romantic ambient music. Gosh, like, okay, that is, yeah, that. Okay, the candle is one thing. Yeah. Weird. So, and then the music. So did you say anything? I mean, well, Fred, I mean, you can explain yourself a little bit. Did you say anything as you're playing this music or lighting the candle? Classing up breakfast. <laughs> what more do you yeah, need? Yeah, I mean, well, I, they were, I thought it was weird because they weren't playing any music in the diner. So, I mean, you know, I thought. <laughs> Class you know, it I up. Phone, I have Spotify. It's like, I, you know, I thought that was way less weird than the candle, honestly. That's kind of why <laughs> so, I didn't mention that to you guys. It, it was just like people were looking at us. I mean, so you're saying you, you felt it was like some serious move? Because I view this as a cute funny idea yeah but you don't need to be i i kind of agree it's like it's breakfast it's a first date it's casual why does the why does there have to be romance oh, well, because it would it's it's parody it's almost like you're pointing out let's make this romantic it's like if you came home and i had nuggets and fries over candles you would be like oh that's funny like that's how i'm viewing it unless fred you were very serious with this but i'm viewing it as you almost kind of mm-hmm. thought it would it would poke fun at everything no yeah that's, that's exactly right it's supposed to be more tongue-in-cheek exactly. okay that makes jess does that make you feel better yeah, yeah, it does. Um, sorry, I I thought it was like you were coming from this like oh we're like serious, but <laughs> it, yeah, it makes sense. It is kind of funny. <laughs> so so knowing that he was not like oh man, this pancake waffle breakfast is going to be the most romantic thing we've <laughs> ever done. I mean, he was he was trying to to have fun with it. Well, Jess, I because you don't know how we how we roll on this show, we like to pay for dates if you guys go out again. That we would pay for. How about this, Lauren? You guys pick a romantic restaurant. We'll keep it romantic where you don't even need to bring your own candles. They'll have their own if you guys want. Don't you think, Jess, maybe she doesn't want the romance yet? Okay, maybe not. You guys guys choose whatever you you want and we'll pay for it as long as it's, like, not really expensive. Would that that work out, (laughs) Jess? The floor is yours. You can decide. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, I think I don't want to do the whole romantic Okay, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. (laughs) But, I mean, if... If we, yeah, you know, I'd I'd be open to like, I'd be open to it. Okay, Fred. Okay, that's good, that's good news. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Okay, and you you don't even have to bring your own candle. That's the best part. You can keep yeah, no, that bad boy I'll at be home. Sure to leave. <laughs> yeah, and the I'll romantic. Be sure to leave the, the candles at home. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tone it down. It's Joey and Lauren. Your mornings start here. This is Joey and Lauren on demand. Mornings with Joey and Lauren. It's Joey and Lauren, and let's get to the Monday debates. This week, the Monday debate, apps or desserts? Which one? Oh, apps. 100% apps. I'm, I don't know why, but I feel like it really depends on the dessert selection at the restaurant I'm at. Most restaurants will have something I love on the appetizer menu, and the appetizer menu is far and away bigger than dessert most of the time. Let's so be honest. It just depends. Most places have the same apps and the same desserts even. The same desserts are, we have the zuki brownie, cookie. Yeah, brownie and ice cream. Yeah, we've got the skillet cookie. And we've got, I don't even know after that, maybe just ice cream. Or right? a slice of cheesecake. Exactly. Yeah. And apps, what is it? We got the mozzarella sticks. We well, got the sliders. True, sometimes got- you go places and they, I mean, they'll have a wide assortment of, they'll have like wings, mozzarella sticks, and then they'll also have like calamari. Or they'll have shrimp, or they'll have something chips you can and hold guac. with your hand that's fried. That's an appetizer at this Pretty point. <laughs> now I'm with you. I'm team apps. I'm team apps all the time because team dessert. To me, after you eat your full meal, you feel maybe a little bit guilty when eating the dessert. So I think the appetizer. It's it's the beginning of the night. The only problem that appetizers have is you got to know the number of things, and rarely do they ever put the number 
of items on the appetizer. Like, you don't know how many. Is yeah. it 15 mozzarella sticks? Is it four? Right. How many stuffed mushrooms am I getting? Right. You get it for a table of six and there's only five mushrooms and then on there. When you're getting two <laughs> apps per table, then that gets a little expensive. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, th- I'm thinking like a double date situation. A double date should be able to split an appetizer. Yeah. Uh, truly, though, I rarely get either. I normally just go and get like the entree. Because I personally am like, oh, do I want to spend the money on an app? I mean, I, I do if I really love it. There are places where I love what they have to serve on the appetizer menu. But if it's just kind of your run-of-the-mill kind of a dive place. Shout yeah. out Potato Skins. We didn't bring up Potato Skins. That's One true. of the classic American appetizers. What is your go-to excuse when the waiter comes by and gives you the dessert guilt trip? Which they all do. No, no, I don't have any room. I'm so full. So is that what you say? <laughs> oh, no, I don't think I could eat that. I'm full. Yeah, I always say I'm full, which I normally am. They look at me and they go, you're not full, sir. I know you. I've seen you before. You're not full. Trust me. So I can't do that. They always say the same thing. Any room for dessert tonight? And I always say, no room tonight. <laughs> Too no, full. it's done. <laughs> like, oh, I wish I could. Oh, it looks so good. I wish I could pay $7 oh, for that not. brownie that you got in Frozen. Oh, man. I better not. Oh, that skillet cookie that served at 17 other chain restaurants. I really wish I could have it, but I just the can't. The appetizers are always better. And I feel like it's easier to share, right? If you have the brownie with the scoop of ice cream, that's a little trickier to share if, you, if you've got, like, friends with you. Because then you're all sticking the spoon in the same yeah. ice cream. Especially you see yeah. your, your friend Seth and he gets, he gets a drool of spit going from the spoon <laughs> to the brownie and then you don't eat it. My problem when I share dessert, I've only done it a few times in my life, but I'm obsessed with I don't want the ice cream to melt because I don't really like melted ice cream. Mm-hmm. And so I go in quickly and then I look like the fatty. Well, it's rude. Really, it's not you look like the fatty. It just becomes rude. It looks like you're trying to hog it all. Well, to me, when the dessert gets there, there's four of us and there's one little brownie and ice cream. You kind of got to fend for yourself and go at it. That's why the app is better because you all can grab individually an onion ring and you just enjoy at your own pace. But you're right. You got to count it. If if you get like a there's 10 onion rings and there's four of you, you all need to make sure you're getting even onion rings. I also hate being the first guy that goes back to the appetizer dish. At the table. Yeah. So everyone gets one potato skin. Everyone finishes their potato skin. I hate being the first one that goes like, yeah, I'll be the guy that grabs the second one. <laughs> and do you have any problem grabbing the last appetizer? Uh, no, I don't think so. But it depends on how much I've already had. Right. If I if I only had one and everybody else had two, yeah, I'm grabbing it. But I try to sneaky grab if I've already had my share. But nope, if nobody's touching it. Smart move. You know, but but I love the, um, the freebies, the bread and the butter and the... Uh, the chips and salsa, and uh, then I always ask too. for an extra, uh, an extra basket of bread if they offer, and then you take that bad boy home. Oh, uh, you do, you do the breadsticks <laughs> to go, you jerk. That's well, what they you ask, do. You want any more breadsticks? Oh, sure. And they bring it. Maybe I'll you have one. You probably ask for a to-go cup too, don't you? At sit-down restaurants, you're like, yeah, yeah, give me the, give me the paper cup, please. I've done that. If my, if my coke is full in my glass, and I want to continue to drink it on the drive home, I ask for a to-go cup. Okay, you can choose. You get chips and salsa, or you get bread and butter. What are you choosing? Oh my gosh, that's so hard because it depends on my mood. Ugh. Probably the chips and salsa. Bread and butter is so much of a better value, though. But chips and is salsa I eat more chi- often. Chips and salsa feels kind of endless. 
I almost feel yeah. I almost feel like the fatty if I keep asking for more bread. Chips and salsa. It's like, yeah, it's chips and salsa. Well, look at us agreeing on the Monday debate. No no debate needed. We don't need the brownie or the blondie or anything like that. We're ready to go. Oh, molten lava cake. That's yes. the other one that everyone has. Well, normally I'll just go grab an ice cream cone driving home. Like if I really want dessert, I'll go get like a dollar ice cream yeah. cone driving home. Gosh, when was the last time I had molten lava cake? That actually sounds good now. Well, that's our Monday debate. It's Joey and Lauren. Joey and Lauren. It's Joey and Lauren, and it ain't no secret. Uh, I am a balding man, and especially, I would say, abnormal for my age. I uh, don't like him. For instance, I have a brother that's uh, 12 years older than me, and he has way more hair than I do. Way more. That's okay. It's wherever the uh, the genetics fall, I guess, yeah. in your family. Sorry, it doesn't go a... backwards in your family. Yeah. Yeah, it does. So my oldest brother has the most hair. Then my second older brother has more hair. Then my older brother next to me has a little more hair. And then I have the least. Way to freaking go, right? (laughs) So uh, I'm always... It's okay. You own it and we still love you for it. I'll be totally honest. And for a lot of people listening right now, maybe you've... That you toss and turn about this, you think about maybe getting a, a Rogaine or getting you know some sort of uh, pill or even hair plugs. Maybe you've thought about it, but I've always just kind of been on the fence, and I've always thought in the back of my mind, I said, you know what, I'm going to wait because technology is amazing. I mean, think about the iPhone or the Samsung or whatever. Think about all You're the stuff we You're waiting for the do. iPhone of hair replacement. I, I'm waiting for <laughs> Bezos or Zuckerberg to create an app where all of a sudden you scan a QR code and then you wake up the next day so and poof, you got So did they do it? Is that what no, you're about to No, but we're getting closer. Scientists have now grown human hair on mice to treat baldness. Now you're wondering, wait oh, a second, God. are we going to grow hair on so mice weird. and then we're going to cut it and tape it? No, 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 no. They have, scientists have now reprogrammed human cells to turn into hair follicles. So they basically can change up your cells where it tricks your cells into being like, no, I'm a hair follicle. But how do you... Pop, they start growing hair. Hang on a second. How do you grow human hair on a mouse? I don't know, That doesn't make sense because it's not... That's why they're a scientist and I'm not. It's a rodent. So how is human hair growing on the rodent? Well, let me just show you the picture. But it is... I mean, the picture is... uh, It's almost not safe for work because it's very gross looking. But well, I don't know if I want to see it. <laughs> mice testing hair. I'll just Google mice testing hair. And it's this naked, it is this naked mouse. Uh-huh. And then it's just got a chunk of human hair on it. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. Is it, I don't it looks like, like <laughs> and, and they even grew the human hair like on the side okay, of the mouse. It looks like a naked rat with, with, a yeah, with like a little patch of hair on the side of its body. Exactly. So what, what they're going to do is they're basically reprogramming cells. And so... You don't need to take anything. They just, yeah, I don't know. They go in there, change up some cells, and they change some of the cells in your head, do, and it you signals to grow saying? it. They go in there, they change up some cells. What does that mean? Listen, what does that mean? If I can have a full head of hair, go <laughs> ahead and do whatever you need with my body, baby. I just love the way that you say it so nonchalant. Yeah, they go in, they change up some cells, and boom, no, you got I'm hair. Just, I'm just saying patience is a virtue here because I could go do hair plugs. We've thought about it. We've talked about it. I've considered it. But I've heard that's a painful process, and I don't want to do it. If I can just wait a little bit longer, maybe even five more years, all of a sudden you'll be going to your Walmart and being like, yeah, can I get some of those cell changers? Give me some air. <laughs> you pop a couple of pills or whatever. Cell and changers from Walmart. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm, I guess, excited for you if this is something that you're excited about. Well, the one issue I'm having. So right now everyone knows me as a balding man, right? Mm-hmm. If I go and let's say... Five years down the road, this thing becomes a thing, and I my my head starts growing hair, and now I've got a full head of hair. 
don't people know already when they look at me that that's fake? And so what's worse? <laughs> what's worse? Dealing with baldness yeah. and no one really says anything? Because no one, I mean, people make jokes, but no one actually says anything. Or getting a hair transplant, basically, and everyone knowing Ah, oh, that ain't your, that ain't the real deal. That's not all yeah, natural. Yeah, but you see this a lot, and it'll fizzle out. Eventually, people will stop talking about so it. So one day, You've if I show it, up with a full head of hair, y- yes, I mean there's going to be a shock factor. You'll probably get teased like, "Oh, Joey, where'd you get the hair?" Like people are probably going to tease you about it. It's just what's going to happen. But I think eventually it would fizzle out. It's weird to me though because I can't even picture. You with like what I don't remember what you looked like with hair, well, just like with a full head of hair. Because if the scientists are right, this is uh, this is gonna okay. be one of the last few times you see me like because now you you wear hats all the time, yeah, right? And so people are so used to seeing you with a hat on, it is going to be a shocking look when they see you either with a full head of hair or with just without a hat, just like hatless. the way you are now. So, my the problem with that is. Is, is it even worth it? If I wear a hat all the time, people are used to seeing me in hats. Why change? That's the other thing I've considered. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I don't think you need to put too much into this. Also, what's the price going to be? Oh, gosh. It to just reprogram sounds human cells? Yeah, that doesn't sound like a 1999 <laughs> or four payments or something. When you hear the uh, phrase reprogrammed human cells, Mm-mm. I think that comes with a price tag. I think you're good, and I would venture to say most people love you the way you are. Oh, I don't I, think I, anybody. Yeah. I don't think anybody's concerned about your head. But what happens if I ever get out of this uh, this industry where I actually have to dress up to go to work and I got to wear a suit to the office? Then or you're going to be a bald guy in a suit. Okay, All right. I'm doing my thing. <laughs> I mean, you do you. you That's you what I'm right, saying. Though, you do it, you. It does fade out because remember Drew Brees, like six months ago, mm-hmm. he shows up on TV and he all of a sudden has way more hair than he did uh, when he Drew was playing. Drew Brees. Who's the other person that like all, all of a sudden got athletes. hair? Was it Deion Sanders? I think Deion Sanders went and got hair, but then he owned it. I will say <laughs> no one talks about Drew Brees' hair. It, it was, Not anymore. It, it was a riot for like a month. Everyone's like, oh, wow, you get a TV gig and all of a sudden you got more hair. But now and no one says that. he looks great. Oh, I'm torn. I'm torn. We'll let- but he's a millionaire. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> the problem. He can probably afford reprogramming human cells. I cannot. That awkward moment with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is that awkward moment. You call us and tell us something awkward that's happened in your life. Sarah is with us. Sarah wants to go back to the time she graduated college. And if you've graduated college, you have to sit through a graduation ceremony and things getting awkward in those. So Sarah the, joining like, us now. Nine hours long. Oh, gosh. They take forever. Hello, Sarah. Thanks for joining us. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you guys? Good. What's the awkward moment you wanted to share with us? All right. You guys are going to love this one. So um, at my college graduation a couple of years back, I'm all nervous waiting for them to call my name. And they finally do. I get up and I'm walking over and as I'm making my way to the stage, like I feel myself getting like really nervous and like as I'm like focusing on like the guy who's holding my diploma, I completely trip. Ah, uh, on stage. Over my own two feet. <laughs> or maybe a Awkward. cord. There was a lot of cords, but I, I'm a klutz, so it could have just been me. Uh-huh. But um, <laughs> I trip. You could hear I, everybody gasp. Like there was like one audible like group gasp. <laughs> Yeah, like it was in Everyone unison, was like, of course. Yeah. I was okay. On the big screen, so they all saw me in like detail. Oh and I, my I had word. to get back up and keep walking, and it was mortifying because, like, I was like covered in blood, grabbing my oh. diploma. Oh, oh, dang! You, Wait. you really got hurt. 
So wait a second. Did I, you like I, land? How did you land? Did you catch yourself? I face planted. Oh. Like I tried <laughs> to catch myself, but it didn't work. Oh, that's worse. I mean, you, you get up. So you're in your cap and gown. You've got a diploma and your face is bloody. I'm covered in blood. God knows what else. My hair is a mess. Okay. So you, I need to backtrack. So you're walking, you trip over your feet or cord or whatever. You fall, face plant. Ah. And then you get up and what? Your nose is bleeding? You're what? I mean, my gosh, you scrape up your face? Yeah, my nose is bleeding. There was blood coming out of my mouth and my chin was all scraped. Oh my gosh. You know, at first I was laughing. I now I so feel terrible, bad. Sarah. That's <laughs> so. What, okay, I mean, I know for me, like you get your diploma and they take a picture. Is your picture of you getting your college degree you bloodied up in the face? Like, is that the picture you got from the university? Yes. Oh my gosh! What a, what a memory a is that? Like, what? A, what? A, yeah. Don't get a new one. Like, I hope you didn't get a new one with your face not bloody because that is a story for the rest of your life. You have it on your mantle, your hearth, or whatever, and then here's just a bloody mess holding your college you know, degree. You know what sucks that I keep envisioning um, at graduations, high school or uh, college. Doesn't it feel like Joey? They try to hurry everything along. So oh yeah, quickly? you got to go. Yeah. So I bet there wasn't even time for you to really react to your fall. You just had to keep going. Just get up, get the get the degree. No, it's crazy. Like as soon as I got up, like the people in front of me were like beckoning me towards them. They're like, "Come on, come on, please, like, <laughs> give me a second, You know, like. Yeah, can I get my uh, loose teeth out of my mouth first, oh, and then maybe? Yeah. So sad oh. for you, and so embarrassing too, because the thousands of people can see it all yeah. happen. But oh. Sarah, you've got a degree. Life is good. You're working, I mm-hmm. imagine. You know, you still don't have a bloody nose. Like it healed. Yeah, right? no, I'm all good now. I'm just, I'm really glad I can laugh about it now because I was actually really mortified back then. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> so, Thanks for the call. Imagine. That's Sarah what? joining us on uh, that awkward moment, and that is really good. I, I'm trying to think if I've had a public fall, like a real public fall. I don't know if I, I have. I have totally tripped and fell many times in public, but ne- nothing to that extent. Yeah, not on stage. Normally I'll break my own fall or I'll kind of trip and then regain my balance. But, yeah. oh my gosh, poor thing. Now I have had, I don't even know how many times I've had the issue of like the fly down in public. I That is that is my number. I would rather fall than have my fly down. To be totally honest with you. Really? Yes, huh. absolutely. 100%. I would rather trip and fall than to have my fly down. for Like, like you give me a trip and fall, that's 10 seconds. Okay, I, everyone, that's yeah. awkward. Your fly's down for five minutes? Like, everyone's thinking about it the entire time. Someone should say something, though, right? It, it Does it depend on the relationship? Well, because I once had a boss, my boss, who his, his fly was down, his zipper was down, how weird is it if I'm like, hey, your zipper? Yeah, I just don't I'm think looking, you can. Like, yeah, I just. Well, and if I, I've been on stage before and I've had my fly down, and I don't think anybody's going to yell out, your fly's down. Like, yeah. no one's going to do that. But I think that's actually more awkward. So, awkward graduation stories, awkward moments on stage, public. Falling, yes. Public falling. Okay, you can text us your stories, 68719, or you can call us. And we'll get to those uh, coming up. Time for That Awkward Moment with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It's That Awkward Moment. We just talked to Sarah, and uh, she joined us to tell us that she tripped on stage high school or college graduation. Mm -hmm. Feels worse than high school. But the worst part is her face got a bloody nose. 
And that's the picture the university took with her diploma with the dean or whatever when you shake the hand. She's probably trying to cup her face from all the blood dripping. Oh, that's so bad. She just fell in front of however many thousands of people are watching at her graduation. Yeah. My my college graduation, I did do a goofy face for my picture, and the dean was not happy. Such a stiff. Like, deans of colleges, you know, I know a couple (laughs) of them that are nice, but a lot of them are like, well, and so, like, literally, I made a funny face and went like, No one can see that face. Like but, a shocked, like yeah. I actually did it. And the, and the lady just gave me a sound like, okay, yeah, you're you're one of the annoying ones, aren't yep. you? So we asked you, what are some like awkward situations maybe you've been in similar to Sarah uh, on stage, a bunch of people watching, you've fallen, what has happened? Um, <laughs> this one says, so I played football in high school and I tripped running out onto the field and caused everyone behind me to trip and fall over me. <laughs> yeah, if you're in the if you're in the uh, <laughs> beginning of running out of the tunnel, you got to be careful you don't trip and fall. Oh, I've seen those viral videos of people yeah. doing that. Or like the little kids that can't break the paper that says like go team, you know. Um this one says I was speaking at a graduation actually and I realized after the fact that my shirt was on backwards. But yeah. do people notice? I mean, if people notice that makes it more awkward. Yeah. I could see your robe being on backwards, but your shirt, I don't know how that ro- happens. Nobody's wearing a robe. Well, yeah, you're speaking a- at graduation. Oh, that robe. Yeah, graduation robe. <laughs> I think that's what it's called. Or cap. No, uh, gown. It's a gown. gown. It's a gown. I, I was picturing like a fuzzy bathrobe. I was like, what are you talking about? They should about? call it a robe because a gown makes no sense because a gown is something you'd wear to a nice dinner. No one shows up in their graduation <laughs> gown. Well, maybe for your graduation dinner. Happy anniversary, sweetheart. <laughs> Zoop. This one, uh, 68719, says, I tried to do a backflip after getting my diploma. Oh, gosh. And I totally fell flat on my face. <laughs> There's always, we, we had a big, uh, it was like an email when I graduated, or maybe it was even like in one of our last classes, but they go through all the things like, don't do this, don't do that. And then they always threaten you with, if you make a scene on stage, we're actually not going to give you your diploma. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm sure you're not going to let me graduate because I do a backflip. <laughs> this text, uh, 68719, says, I was a maid of honor at a wedding, and I was giving a toast. Little did I realize that I had barbecue sauce around my lips <laughs> on my face because the bride and groom chose to have barbecue for the dinner at their wedding. Jessica oh. is just so great. Ew. Why did nobody tell her, the bride or somebody, She's before standing up? She's got a spare rib. Up, Right on her dress that's stuck on there, some chicken wing bones. That like, would be me. When I bite into, like, ribs or wings or something, I uh, always have, like, sauce around my mouth. Oh, my word. Yeah. it's. I will tell you, and sometimes I – the only time I get nervous – I don't get nervous during the show, but the only time I get a little bit nervous is public speaking on a stage. Mm-hmm. And normally when I get nervous, I say something inappropriate or just I, – I just try to make a funny joke and it never works out, but – uh, the fly, my jeans, especially my suit pants. If I have to wear a suit, Lauren, I'm telling you, my fly is down probably 50% of the time I'm in my suit because think it's so? so light and baggy that I don't, I can't tell. My mm. jeans, if my fly's down, I can almost feel the difference in my jeans. The slacks, it's like no big deal. Now, we've been on stage many times, emceeing events, hosting things, and so it's it's something we've become used to. So I'm trying to think if there's anything awkward that's happened to me. The only thing I can think of that still mortifies me is when we did the local Dancing with the Stars. Oh, gosh. I'm just not a dancer. That and was bad. That, for me, was very uncomfortable, putting myself out there and dancing, because I'm like, I don't I don't dance. I'll get up and speak to you all day. Yeah. Right? I'll crack jokes. I'll even, I'd rather be a stand-up comedian than dance in front of you on stage. And I think my uh, heels 
got caught a little bit on the the flooring of the stage that we were performing on. My heels weren't smooth enough, if that makes sense, yeah, yeah. for the tango I was doing. So it was very uncomfortable. Well, it's the tango me. too. It's that it's doing a tango with a stranger in public for a competition. And oh, by the way, you've never danced in your life. Well, and I had to put baby powder all over the floor to keep to make my heels slide better because yeah. the Argentine tango, like you kind of slide. Oh, your you feet remember a lot. it was the Argentine tango. I think that's what it's called. But you like slide your feet a lot, and I remember that was just super. That was embarrassing for me on stage. Yeah, I remember getting really nervous. I had to lift my dance partner because I also did the tango, right? Everybody else got like break dancing and fun stuff. They're like, Joey and Lauren, you guys are going to do a romantic tango with strangers. All right, perfect. That sounds I mean, great. it was an experience. It was yeah. fun. I liked my partner, but I was like, oh my gosh, this is so embarrassing <laughs> to me. It's Joey and Lauren. I love that it's always upbeat, upbeat, and funny. Your mornings start here. <laughs> this is Joey and Lauren on demand. Mornings with Joey and Lauren. It's Joey and Lauren, and uh, you know us. We're very down with the trends. D-W-T-T. Yep, D-W-T-T. I actually don't know if that means something else, so if it means something yeah. See, if inappropriate, you were, If you were truly down with the trends, you would know what D-W-T-T means. That's true. Yeah. But we're with <laughs> the up and true. up. Apparently, okay. there is a new dating term. I always love dating terms. Like, for instance, ghosting. Yes. I don't know when ghosting uh, became an official term, but now it's super common. We use it almost every day on Make or Break. Yep, ghosting. We've also talked about um, breadcrumbing. Yeah, breadcrumbing. That's the thing, right? And there was another one that we talked about where it was basically where women specifically just go on dates with guys to get a free meal and then they drop off. But uh, I don't those remember are called what horrible that's called. people. I believe that's called. <laughs> or like free Shallow. concert or free date yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. they just stop. But yeah, I don't what remember what that, that was called? called. That was called something, which, man, you know what? If you if you had the patience for that, I actually feel like that would be a great, great situation. Because I, it's like when you get a, <laughs> it's a it's terrible like when you, thing. No, it's like when you get a gift card for your birthday, and then all of a sudden when you're eating at that restaurant, it just feels extra special because you didn't have to pay for it. Think about I that guess, with dates, right? But that feels like you're taking advantage of somebody. Either way, this is, what is it called? Uh, this is called hardballing. Hard this is the balling. term. Uh, this is actually big, important news, and people are applauding this term because if this becomes a normal thing in dating, a lot of problems will be solved. Hmm. Hardballing is the new dating term, which means someone is being clear about their expectations of a relationship, whether it's serious long-term partnership or a casual fling. Oh, and they okay. think this will be the new thing that in so, in your bio, so you're in just whatever. up front and honest from the yeah. get-go, cut the crap kind of a situation. Which, people have been doing this. We just haven't had a definition for it. Now it's called hardballing. Yeah, I don't know. When you when you said hardballing, my first thought was like. Uh, playing hard to get in yeah. a way, something like that, you know, yep. teasing a little. Uh, but this is more just straight up honesty from the very beginning, yeah, which is what is... you should do anyway. Yeah, I don't know why. I mean, this shows you how the online dating world is because this is um, called being uh, like upfront and mm-hmm. you're right, honest. You could call this honesty, but now it's like, no, nah, I'm a, I'm a hardballer. Yeah, but uh, hang on. Now that I think about it more, it might be more than just honesty. You could You could come off pretty rude. I think if you're just like, no, I only want this, that, and the other, bye. And you don't take the time to really get to know somebody. Does that make sense? Is that Am I yeah. understanding that correctly as but, far as uh, hardballing? But also, like, how many people go on dates or dating and their team casual fling and the person's team serious long-term relationship mm-hmm. or vice versa? You want a long-term relationship. The person wants a casual fling. But because it's um, kind of faux pas, I don't even know if I'm using that word right, but because it's kind of like uh, off limits, no one brings it up. But why not on your dating profile, it says like, Joey, my age, my location, and then 
I've got like three categories. I'm like serious relationship, casual fling, or I just need someone to hang out with. Does this mean that this person, like in other words, the hardballer, is a non-compromising person? Like yes, they cannot I, be yeah, reasoned with? So. Because I've I'm heard sure. of a lot of people like this. There's a major issue in a relationship and one person is not willing to compromise on that issue. The other person is not willing to compromise on their issue. And then it causes a wedge and you break up. Because I would guess matter. that's what it is. I would guess that hardballing is kind of that term that, like, you, when you say you are a, looking for a serious long-term partnership, it means you're, you're no budging on that. There's no, there's no budging at all. So this is why I would be terrible if I was single again because there's so many terms now. I'd be like, am I ghosted? Am I hardballing? Am I breadcrumbing? What am I doing? It's hard. And there's so many ways to date, too. Like, back in the day, there was no online dating. There oh, were yeah. no apps. My, uh, you just met somebody where you met them. I got a friend that's um, that's recently single, and, like, he has nine options. And so I said, oh, are you going to go back to the dating apps? And he's like, yeah, I think I'll start with Hinge. Then I'll move to this one. Then I'll move to that one. There's so many varieties. Let me ask you something. And I don't want to put us in a situation where we're <laughs> hurting each other's feelings. Let's be totally honest. Do you think... If apps, like the dating apps were a thing way back when we mm-hmm. were dating, yeah. do you think we would have actually ended up together because there's so like, many other options? would we have swiped? No way. No way. There's no <laughs> way. Do you think this was like, oh, we just settled because we knew each other and that was the only option? I mean, if you t- let, let's say we take our best pictures and we post them and we do that. Would you have swiped on me? There's no way in a million. I would have swiped on you like a hundred times, but there's no way you would have swiped on me. There's no freaking way. Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of uh, no back way in the day. Yeah, zero percent chance. Now, eHarmony was a thing. I think like online yeah, dating and match was a but thing. But there weren't apps. Like there weren't easy access on your phone. Swipe left, swipe right, swipe wherever. Would you, up would and you have down. swiped? I don't know. Would you have swiped on me? Probably not. Okay. To be honest, but it's not because of looks, and I swear to you it's not because I think you're handsome. I would be wearing a hat in every picture, so you would have to find out I'm balding later on. I think it has to do with the phase of life I was in and the guys that I was into as far as like likes and dislikes. You were into men. I was a boy. I would have probably looked for a man who was like hunting, fishing, like really get your hands dirty, and you were not that guy. No. But- I love you now. Yeah, let's just move on, please. I don't like <laughs> the way this is going. back in the day, going. I think I would have been looking for a more rugged person, which wouldn't have worked out, obviously. Okay. Well, I don't know how I can take that and not have my feelings hurt. It's no, Joey and Lauren. I didn't mean to do that. I was Joey saying- and Lauren. It's time to play Speak Out with Joey and Lauren. It's Joey and Lauren, and let's play the game we call Speak Out, where you just have to guess what we are saying. And I drool a lot. There's actually a video that uh, Lauren posted last week. Of me drooling like crazy playing Speak Out. It is a sight to see. Yeah, so just imagine that. They should listen to this segment. Uh, Marsha is today's contestant. Marsha, what is going on? How are you? Hey, I'm good. Just uh, heading to work. So, Marsha, who do you want to wear the mouthpiece? Hmm, I'm going to choose Lauren today. There we go. Thank, Thank goodness. goodness. I don't want to look at Joey drooling all over the place again. <laughs> all yeah. right, so how, how the game works, Lauren is putting in a mouthpiece right now that yeah, makes it hard in. to understand what she's saying. It's like what you see at the dentist or the orthodontist. Uh, I will give you a hint, and then you have to guess what she is saying, all right? Okay. Okay, so okay. Marsha, here okay. we go. Your first uh, phrase is, your first hint is a historic event. Okay. Wow. Ooh. Historic event. Kay. Say it again. 
<laughs> oh, uh, think about it. Red oh, coat. Revolution, the Revolutionary uh, War. Uh, yes. There it is. I mean, I can see it, but when I heard that, I was like, oh, that's so easy. All right, here we go. Uh, this is a product you use to clean. Revolution. The magic eraser. There it is. You big magic eraser user? Oh, yeah. We have like like 15 of them in our house, but I feel like we never use them. I don't know. (laughs) All right, here we go. Uh, This is phrase number three. Something you could eat for breakfast. Jimmy Dean Sausage. Yeah! Marsha, three for three. All right, two more left. <laughs> Number four. This is a title of a Christmas movie. Home Alone. Is that Home Alone? Yes! Wow! <laughs> yeah. I did not think you were going to get that one. That one. <laughs> and last but not least, this is a TV show host. Oof. What do you think, Marsha? You're four for four. Your fifth one is oh, a TV yeah, show I, host. I, no idea on that one. You have to say it again. Okay. Oh, Pat Sajak. There it is. Very impressive. Hmm, Marcia, very good, Marcia. Really, it was the only the first one with the Revolutionary War that got a little dicey. So maybe you weren't paying yeah. attention in history class, but you got the <laughs> magic. You know you're Jimmy Dean. Yep. You know you're home alone. You get it done. So, Marsha, way to go. We're going to hook you up, all right? Woo-hoo. I love that it's always upbeat, upbeat, and funny. Your mornings start here. <laughs> this is Joey and Lauren on Demand.